0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bagel Thursdays podcast. We are talking Passover-related things today. Um, I wouldn't call it a series, but we're also going to do a fun Passover episode next week, and that one is going to be who's coming to Seder. So we want to hear from you. If you are hosting a Seder, who are you inviting and what roles are Um, or duties? Are you giving to those people? And if you are attending a Seder, who are you bringing as your plus one? So comment, uh, find us on social media and let us know there. Also, don't forget to check out our website. If you need anything to wear to your Seder, we have a perfect shirt, a shirt that is perfect, and it will help you keep track of all of the cups of wine that we drink at our Seders. So this week we are going to be talking everyone's favorite, everyone's thing they love to hate, matzah. And we have a special guest today sitting right next to me. Um, Jake is going to be participating with us today. Disclaimer, Jake is also my husband Um, and he's the only guest I could get for this one. No, I'm just kidding. But he's here and he's gonna chat with us, so welcome.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: <laughs> I don't really think you had a choice, did you? I guess you... You could have put vanilla on. I could have put the dog. That's true. Vanilla would probably eat matzah.
1: Vanilla would eat anything.
0: Vanilla would eat matzah. That's not true. Sometimes she doesn't...
1: She doesn't like avocados.
0: She doesn't like avocados. Maybe it's the texture. Um. Anyway, so we're going to be talking matzah. And matzah is... Well, it's a few things. It is a symbol of Passover because when the Jews were, you know, escaping, they didn't have time to let their bread rise. And so that, so they have matzah, and that's kind of where um, that is born different, um, sort of, I don't know if you call it groups of Jews, but, you know, among the Jewish people, there are um, different, I don't even know (laughs) the best word to describe it. Um, Tribes. I guess you could call it tries, but you know, people um they they celebrate or they observe differently, I guess. So some people, for example, for Passover, some people don't eat corn, um, including as well as you know, different flour products, yeast products and things like that. But other people, like corns or beans, um, and or rice. Good. That's a good point. But some people do. So people have sort of different levels of um, what you know, not eating sort of leavening agents. Um, they have different, you know, meanings. And then some people, um, you know, like my Bubby and Zadie growing up, everything had to be kosher for Passover. So we'd go and we'd sweep the chametz out of the the house. You know, you can get little kits or you could just, you know, get a broom. And um, they would have everything and things would have like different colors. I remember the Coke bottles had like yellow caps. Yep to show that it was kosher for Passover. And they would have kosher for Passover ketchup, which I'm telling you is disgusting.
1: Because it doesn't have any corn syrup in it.
0: Don't eat it. I'm of the opinion that the only ketchup you should eat ever is Heinz ketchup. And so, and I understand people want to observe the different holidays, whatever. Don't eat Passover ketchup. It's disgusting. Um, But matzah, going back to that, is sort of the, um, one of the main symbols of, The holiday grocery stores consider matzah to be something that Jews use on all holidays. So if you go to a Jewish, go go to a grocery store leading up to Jewish holiday to get anything, really, and there's a holiday display, you will see matzah there. Can I just digress for a second
1: on grocery stores? Something else that really bothers me is when grocery stores don't recognize that there are Passover matzah and non-Passover matzah, and they always put the non-Passover matzah in the Passover section because that's fucking useless. <laughs> it's really useless.
0: If you're going to have matzah,
1: you're going to have to eat the Passover. What good, like, what, pass, non-Passover matzah is just a cracker.
0: I mean, matzah itself is just a cracker. But I will say, I think matzah is the Jewish saltine. So, like, I for sure, in times when I was pregnant, and needed some sort of cracker didn't have saltines gotta
1: go buy a box of tam-tams
0: yeah and matzah does does the job to settle a stomach really any time of year and matzah really is workable i don't get sort of a bad rap because just by itself it's just kind of cardboardy clogs the plumbing sure lovely um But matzah also should, it is one thing of the things we celebrate during Passover and it is some things that we should celebrate. So today we're going to be talking about all the different things um, food-wise that we do with matzah, sort of our favorites for like each meal of the day. And we're going to kind of take this separately from Anything with matzah meal, so that is something that people use on Passover to bake with, cook with. It's essentially right, just ground up matzah. So it's like you know, today if you're being, if you want to make your own almond flour, oat flour, whatever, you can just put that shit in a food processor and let it go. I think essentially it would be the same thing if you just push and put a bunch of matzah. It's
1: actually a solid replacement for bread bread breadcrumbs.
0: There you go. Nice little matzah encrusted Parmesan trout. We've bone, done that a few times. Bonefish, look it up, right? Parmesan trout is what they have at Bonefish? Yeah. I think so, yeah.
1: Do matzah balls count as part of this conversation or no?
0: No, I'm thinking we need to celebrate just matzah in itself. The, you know, four by four, whatever.
1: Flat <laughs> ridged cracker.
0: The Yes, the giant cracker comes in a box. You pull it out. Sometimes you get a full sheet. Most of the time it's already broken. Um, so for, now you can make things with it, but we're not talking about Using matzah meal, we're not counting that. Although I do fuck with a box of Manischewitz coffee cake, which I assume is made with matzah meal. Passover. It's kosher for Passover. I assume it's made with matzah meal. I guess it could be like almond flour or something, but I don't think that is. it. Anyway, so for breakfast, Jake, what is your top use of matzah?
1: Matz I know you call it matzah I think brie. you should probably speak a little louder. Matzah So that is when you soak the matzah in water to get it a little bit
0: I wouldn't soggy. call it soaking. Like maybe run it under some water. I think water. you're supposed
1: to soak it. Okay,
0: well that just sounds vile. <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: supposed to soak it. You throw it on a pan on the stove, scramble up some eggs, pour the eggs on.
0: I feel like you're not. Ma- okay, go ahead.
1: And then scramble it up all together and fry it up i I don't know uh
0: see i I think your technique is off so first of all it's called matzah fry
1: it's not it's called matzah brai you go to any jewish deli and it's called matzah
0: okay so yeah yeah then he's probably right so if you go to jewish deli or anywhere it's called matzah brai which is i think it's b-r-e-i usually i grew up calling it matzah fry and i just feel like that's a fun way to say it and so i remember how my bubby used to do it, how I do it, you put a little water on the matzo. Though sometimes I forget to do that. You crunch it up in a bowl and then mix like some eggs. You can add some milk in it too. It's kind of like essentially scrambled eggs and adding the matzo. So it's kind of like fried rice, but with matzah. Yeah,
1: you crunch it up before the water. I, I mean, I always crunch it up before the water goes on it, but...
0: Well, you crunch up matzo and then put water on it? Yeah,
1: crunch it up in a bowl.
0: That sounds like a soggy mess.
1: But then you fry it on the pan no, that's before gross. the egg goes on, and that dries it out.
0: You are not making any matzo fry. I make it all the for time. Me. Well, I'm not eating your matzo fry. this so That's disgusting. That's So it's just like going to be a clump of, that's why you're talking about clogging the pipes, because you've got like a cup of water. That's like if we gave Zoe, our daughter, a cup of water and a thing of matzo, and she just crushed it up into the cup. That would be disgusting. That's literally what you're saying right now. Anyway, so no matter how you make it, you then, you know, cook it up on the stove and it's delicious. I put sugar on it, which is the best topping and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Other people will put, well, Jake, what do you put on it?
1: Uh, I put sugar trended on Now trended towards the sugar, but I also, you're welcome. I do also enjoy it with uh, some salt and some nice cracked pepper.
0: Yeah, so you can go savory, you can go sweet. Did you eat sugar on it before we got married, or
1: I did started no. dating?
0: Yeah, you're no. welcome. You're welcome for that. Sugar's also banging on potato pancakes, but that is a different time. Although you could eat potato pancakes on Passover, I guess it, you just don't um, couldn't use flour to mind it. I guess you could use matzah meal though. You could use that there. Um, other people really put syrup on matzah fry. That's a good um, like a breakfasty thing. That I think is a popular... We don't put syrup on anything uh, in this house. Yeah, syrup's off-limits in our house because of our children. Um, but I think that's probably the main breakfast use. That's the only way I ever eat. Unless I'm just doing, like, putting some cream cheese on it or something. Um, okay, so for lunch, what are you eating lots of with?
1: For lunch, honestly, I just kind of do... I take a piece of matzah. I usually spread some, like a slice of cheese or shredded cheese on it. Put it in the toaster, melt it. Put some pepper on top. Not quite matzah pizza because it doesn't have the tomato sauce. Kind of like a matzah grilled cheese, I guess.
0: Interesting. I always growing up would get in my lunch, like matzah cracker sandwiches, I guess, which were delicious. Yeah, with peanut butter in the middle. Only peanut butter. Jelly's gross.
1: Quote me. I like a good peanut butter and jelly. I don't like a good peanut butter and jelly on masa <laughs> because masa cracks, and then the jelly all over the place. Gets very. Sticky, That's why you eat
0: peanut butter. It's
1: very sticky, which I want to point out is why we don't let our kids eat syrup. Not because we don't let them eat shit tons of sugar. It's because we don't want the sticky all over. Because we got some curly headed fucks in this house, and syrup and curly hair doesn't go well
0: together. You're welcome for that. Also. um, but no, peanut butter is, is delicious on matzo. that was. I know I was like remember growing up, especially in elementary school, everyone would be like, what is that? And but it it's essentially a peanut butter cracker, um, which is also a good lunch. So what, Jake, would be if you had to pick one matzo topping. And I'm not talking like salt and pepper, that doesn't count as like a topping here. But if you had a piece of matzo and only got to put like one thing on the top, what would you pick? You can add salt and pepper. Or, you know, some other shaky thing on top. but
1: So, this might be something that we'll get into later. If I could only put one thing on top of matzah, it would be chocolate. That's not really a breakfast or lunch. That's more of matzah dessert.
0: Like a chocolate chip?
1: Like melted chocolate. Throw it in the freezer. Let it Wait, freeze. no, yeah, so you just
0: talked about stuff getting all over. Your melted chocolate is, like, going to run right off matzah.
1: I'm an adult so I'm not so worried about myself making a mess um, but frozen okay, wrong, with but chocolate okay. on it would be my number one choice I you're wrong. Like, I know you're going to tell me it's butter don't tell me no blah, don't blah, blah, answer blah. for me I can okay, answer it please by all means the
0: best topping if you had to pick one is butter because also let's take it back nothing beats a piece of bread with butter on it and so you take a cracker, put some nice softened butter on it, hit it with a little bit of salt. That is literal chef's kiss. It's Nothing very good. Can beat that, and it's so. I know chocolate is delicious. I'm not going to say chocolate's not delicious, but that. I mean, I could probably eat chocolate any time of the day, also. But it's just so the butter. It's so simple. It's so easy. Just a and then a little sprinkle of like flaky salt or whatever you got. Nothing Nothing can top that. It's
1: good, but I will go back to what we discussed in the, the pre-show, which is if I want butter on it, I also want salt or pepper or both.
0: And I just said I gave you if the that permission. Is, if that's
1: allowable, then I would say butter and pepper on top of mine is also a go-to. Cream
0: cheese. Move.
1: Cream cheese is very Cream good. Cream cheese is also
0: very good with a little bit of salt. Also, I always remember at Passover, my Bubby would get salted butter. I don't remember her having it other times of the year. Put salted butter on matzah. Pro pro, it's
1: delicious. pro tip: you get instead of the sticks of butter, you have to get the spreadable butter because it it spreads much more easily on matzah, which is extremely delicate. Yes, like Courtney said, it comes broken about ninety percent of the time. Cream cheese is and obviously you definitely to need spread. to get the, but you need to get the whipped cream cheese and not the
0: oh yeah block the of Philadelphia.
1: You need to get Philadelphia whipped. Yeah, because. Again, very hard to spread a block of cream cheese on a tiny, thin, ridged wafer of matzah.
0: So, and I already know the answer to this question, because there is only one answer to this question. What is the best use of matzah for dinner? There's only one answer, so.
1: Matzah salad?
0: That's literal.
1: Uh, As you know, I don't really like regular salad, so... Uh, obviously, uh, Courtney is referring to matzo pizza.
0: Matzo pizza is the shit. It's the shit. There's like, I could eat it. I would eat it every week. It's so good. It's pizza, but you don't have to, I don't want any debates about like thin crust, thick crust, whatever. It's oh, uh, it's so good. And it, you know, also it cooks so fast. And so people don't realize like pizza can take a while to cook. Matzo pizza, you spread it out. We'll put some tinfoil on a pan, which we need to buy at the store. Put some matzah, some sauce, some cheese, you know, whatever your toppings, yeah. spinach, mushrooms. If you eat pepperoni, you can fuck with that. And then you put it in there and then it cooks so quickly and it's so... Kind of like
1: the equivalent of going to Blaze, right? 180 seconds is how quickly they crank your pizza. Out. Yeah, it might take a little
0: bit more than that. But because you want the matzah, I think with matzah pizza... You don't want, sometimes you want like the crunch in the matzah. And I don't, I think for matzah pizza, you don't want it completely like super soft and droopy. You still want it to have like a little bit, I think, of an edge. But you don't want it to be like completely right out of the box. It's pizza. Hard. You
1: want it to have an appropriate flop.
0: Appropriate flop. <laughs> sure. Why not? Um, matzah pizza is the only answer. And I assume based on what you stated earlier, your go-to dessert is chocolate cup just on top of matzah because matzah toffee is the only Yeah.
1: I mean, I, well, again, you said one ingredient before. So if we're talking strictly dessert, yes, matzah toffee.
0: Which I guess combines my one ingredient, butter and your chocolate. I mean, I guess there's sugar also involved. Essentially you make some caramel, you put it, put some matzah sprinkle it i'm about we should make some it's so effing good you make the caramel right it's a sugar and butter essentially is there a little cream in it i think so everyone makes it different melt it don't burn it though um uh, because that's not good spread it on the matzo bake it right it gets baked yeah and then when it comes out i think that's when you put the chocolate on i don't think you bake the chocolate
1: i don't really have a long history of making it i just have a long history of eating it
0: yeah I'm pretty sure that's how you do it. Again, there's a million recipes. Go check it out. Um, Matzah toffee is delicious though. Oh, you could hit it with some salt.
1: And also make sure you hide it from your children because then they're going to wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning begging for matzah chocolate instead of white chocolate chips or... Chocolate chips. Chocolate chips or M&M's.
0: M&M's on matzah toffee would be good. Okay, bonus real quick. I know we're not talking about this. But really quick before we go, what is the, what is your top, and it's okay if you have two, because I feel like it's a really hard question, your top Passover candy?
1: It's the the fruit slices, but I don't, I'm not like, I'm not like a huge, like you're a much bigger Passover candy person. Because it's
0: freaking delicious! I'm not
1: saying it's not delicious, I'm not saying it's not delicious, but.
0: They should sell that shit year round. I think they sell food slices year Yeah, round. they do. They don't sell all those, those marshmallow sticks. What's the brand? Jovo, Jolly or something? I don't know. It, I can't, I don't remember. What I know it. what you're
1: talking about. Starts with a J.
0: One of them is like a tube of marshmallow. And it's, I don't know, a few inches long. And it's covered in chocolate. It's delicious. Ring gels, which I didn't always use to like. Oh my God, those are delicious. And you can like wear them like candy, yeah. which is fun. I actually
1: like ring gels better than fruit slices because it's got the fruit slice gel, but also it's covered in chocolate. So I covered in chocolate is kind of a thing for me. One of
0: the last times I went to Pittsburgh at Grandpa's Candy Place at the end on the strip, they had like individual-sized ring gels, and I was flabbergasted. I could not believe that Passover candy ring gels had become so mainstream that they were being sold individually. I think there was probably like a two-pack or a three-pack. Um, could not, could not believe it. Blew my mind. Um, well, Jake, thanks so much for joining us today. Is there anything else you'd like to share about matza before we go? Except to make sure you have a bunch of paper towels and napkins around when you eat it. Or a bib.
1: Not really. It's, uh... We didn't really talk about it because it's a required topping, but horosis on top of matzo is pretty good too. What is it? Horosis on top of matzah at the oh morning. yeah, I'm not
0: talking seder, but also I could also eat r- right. Hirose I mean, it you on. would eat
1: the leftover horosis on top of the matza after after That's the seder true. as That's a snack. True. I mean,
0: I was thinking more just, but I I think I would eat it if I had it. I'm probably not making a right. bunch of horosis.
1: You won't actively, other times of the year. You won't actively seek it out, but you'd be happy to use the leftovers.
0: Correct. We can talk her, more about more about Horoset next week in our Seder episode. Um, well, thanks so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we can't wait to hear what you think and also who you are bringing to your Seder. Until next week, enjoy your bagels.